Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today is for all the coaches, consultants, and teachers. We're going back to school. Hi and welcome to episode 33 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs or just all round better people. Why? Just cause. That's right, we're going back to school. Here in Australia, we're just coming back off summer holidays and all the kids this week are going back to school. Now, it just makes me think, makes me go back to all those back-to-school moments. Do you remember those days of going back to school? What did you remember most about going back to school? What was your favorite part of school? Now, I ask plenty of people about this. And no, we're not going to be talking about school, but we're going to be talking about how we, as coaches, consultants, as educators, anyone who informs or teaches or provides information needs to listen to this because we're talking about how we can take the best elements from school and leave all the worst bits behind let's talk practically about this like i said we're going back to school what was your favorite part of school when i asked this question i've asked this question to hundreds if not thousands of people and do you know what there i have never ever ever once had one person tell me that their favorite part was sitting in class taking notes. Yep, not once. What was your favorite part of school? Sometimes, you know, some maybe it was your lunch. Maybe it was maybe it was the food you got from the tuck shop. Maybe it was the uh, because I remember for for my tuck shop, I or I don't know what canteen, whatever you call it in your part of the world, we call it a tuck shop. I remember there was this particular deep fried. It was like this sort of fake meat thing that I used to love to have with gravy and chips. It was beautiful. That was It was my favorite thing to have at lunchtime and to get it only from the tuck shop. Or at lunchtime, I used to play basketball, ball for life, you know. So every break when that bell would go, run out, run out onto the basketball court, start shooting hoops. Or maybe it was other things at school for you. Maybe it was the chemistry lab when you got to blow things up and set things on fire. Or maybe it was in, in biology where you used to cut open the toad. Or maybe it was in woodwork or metalwork where you got to build something. Maybe it was in art where you got to create a beautiful art piece. Maybe it was that special science project you got to create. What was the thing that you loved most about school? I can almost guarantee that 99% of you, yes, there is the 1% of people that just loved the classroom, but I guarantee that 99% of you are talking about the activities you got to do. Do you remember when you were studying a, a, uh, a subject at school and you'd spend the whole term studying all the theory or the history or whatever it was, and then at the end of the term, the, the teacher wanted to use up the last class for something and they didn't have anything planned. So they just got you to do some fun activity, whether that it was based around that subject or got you to build something that was around that subject. Wasn't that so much more enjoyable? Why did we suffer through that whole term just to be able to do the, the exciting, the fun stuff at the end? Sometimes those activities 
you learnt just as much, well, you at least still remember it now, as much as you would have written, have learned for the whole term. So why is it? Let me, let me ask you this. Why is it that when we reminisce about school, it's not the note-taking, it's not the learning that we, that we remember, it's all the fun activities that we remember. Why is it? Why is it that we remember all that and if you speak to someone, actually, even if I speak to some people and I talk about them, go, like, what was your favorite part of school? They said leaving, you know, the end of the day or even at, at the end of the year. They couldn't wait to get out. Maybe that was you. So why is it now as grown adults, as coaches, consultants, as, as educators, as people that are informing and providing information to other people, why is it? that we're forcing people back into classrooms? Why is it that we're running a workshop and just teaching notes? Why is it that we run a boot camp and overload people with information? Why is it that we run a seminar and just give a boring lecture? That was school. No one liked school. Let's not put people back into a classroom. Let's focus on all the great things about school and see how we can apply that to our education, our learning, the information that we are trying to provide. And it can be done simply. Now, when I say simply, I don't mean it's going to be it's going to be just a breeze. It takes effort. But anything that's great it does take effort. Anything that takes effort is worthwhile. Don't just take the easy route. I know it is very easy for us to just chalk it up to look, I'll, I'll just, here's the information, I'll just regurgitate it. Maybe I'll give them an exercise to do and I'll take them through the information and that, 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 will, be, that will be what they'll, what they'll know. Now, when, uh, you may be using this for your, for your promotion and I, I talk about this all the time with the promotion of our products, with the promotion of our services and to use event marketing. And I say use an experience, try to use an experience rather than just boring classroom stuff, you know, rather than just chalk and talk, rather than just teaching them things. Because people don't learn, like the whole, the whole education system is archaic. It was built around a time where they were trying to just make people the good factory workers. And that's all it was. And now, 200 years later, that the pedagogical education system is outdated. However, it's funny. There's people like Aristotle or Gestalt. You know, some of some of those are, are, are thousands of years old. Those theories, things from uh, from um, Aristotle is two thousand years old. Gestalt is hundreds of years old. Why is it that even those guys understood that we learn by doing? not by learning, not just by remembering. Rote learning just helps us remember it, but we learn things by doing. There's actually a quote by Aristotle for the things we, we need to do, we learn by doing them. It's, it's actually, no, he was a great philosopher and, and it's actually quite a simple statement, isn't it? It, it? It's kind of funny with the fact that he says that. And, and I read that and I just go, why is it that that's a 2,000-year-old quote, actually even longer, it's a 2,500-year-old quote? Why is it that we still have not gotten the point? Why is it that we are just overloading with the information? 
And so I talk about this with, with event marketing and creating experience rather than just doing talk, talk and talk. But let's go a, a step further than that because I know it's something that I harp on with a lot. Let's talk about how we actually apply our, our services, whether, whether we're a coach, consultant or educator. How is it that we are informing? How is it that we're teaching? Because there is this thing called active or passive learning, right? Active learning is when someone is actively participating in doing something so that they're learning, where passive learning is where they're just receiving information. Now, even even just the name active and passive, it just straight away, you, you, you can get this in image in your mind that active learning just sounds so much better. Active learning just sounds so much more fun. Well, it is. Think back at all those things that you used to do at school. It was the activities. It was the projects. It was the, the, uh, the practical classes that we used to do that were like once, once every fortnight and then a whole bunch of theory. And then just, it was, we all looked forward to those practical sessions, especially if you did PE or physical education. We used to love getting out and playing sports, but then we'd get into the classroom. Although I, I, I must admit, I did enjoy learning about the body, and I went—I actually went on to do a university degree in applied science in human movement studies. So I, I enjoyed the learning, but even even then, I just couldn't wait to get out of the classroom, do the activity. I couldn't wait to do the active learning instead of the passive learning. The passive learning—you just survived. I'm sure that's not what you want for your students, for your clients, for your customers. I'm sure you want them to be learning at a great level. I'm sure you want them to be learning and applying and walking away with all of that knowledge and knowing how to apply it. So how do we do active learning instead of passive learning? Because I'm not going to show you how to do passive learning because we're already, most people are already doing passive learning. So let's focus on active learning. How can we get people actively participating in the learning themselves? Now, like I always say, use a metaphorical experience. That's something that actually extends it quite quite a bit. That, um, but that takes a lot of creativity. Let's just look at, let's just make it active learning, where instead of us telling people theory, we're taking them through the process. So try to think, what is it that you're teaching people to do? And then simply... Next time you do a presentation, next time you take a class, next time you present something, know what you're going to teach them and then challenge yourself. Take that next step. Ask yourself, how am I going to take this to the next level? How am I going to be able to turn this into an activity? How can I get them to actively participate in this learning, to execute it themselves rather than me just telling them about it? Now, a little bit of a warning with this stuff. It takes longer to create it, I must admit. It does take longer for us as the educator, as the informant, to be able to create these these environments for people to actively learn. It does take more effort. I know because as a, as a qualified teacher, every one of my lessons, I made sure it was all active learning. I made sure that there was always some form of a metaphorical or literal experience that they could that they could uh, perform to be able to learn the theory, to be able to learn what the the lesson that we had for that day. 
and it took me forever. It took so much effort for me to do it, but only because I had to keep up to someone else's curriculum. This is the great thing about being a coach and consultant. We can slow it back. We can bring it back. We are in control of our own curriculum. And so I was under so much pressure to make sure every lesson was on point. Make every lesson active learning. Make every lesson some sort of metaphorical or literal experience. It took me extra time, but it was so worth it. The students loved coming to my classes. I was even only a supply teacher and I had kids asking, I had schools ringing me up saying that the kids are asking for me to come back. Now, how do you get that as a teacher? How do you get how do you get students asking for someone that just came in for one or two days or maybe even just came in for a week? It's because I understood that they needed to learn and I've I've now transferred that education, that that experience into my coaching with my clients. I make sure that they are actively learning, not just passively learning. So, how can we help you? turn your lessons, turn your education, turn your coaching from passive learning to active learning. Now, one-on-one, yes, of course, it's easy for us to do active learning because we're doing it with people. But in a group setting, it's a lot harder. So the, the challenge is the fact that it will take more time for you to create it. But also, it will take more time for your clients to execute and to learn. Because we can sit here in one half hour or hour session and dump in a whole bunch of information for them to learn and send them on their way. But what benefit is that? What benefit is there in just giving them a whole bunch of information and sending them away? Wouldn't you prefer to just give them one bit of information and go deep on it? Give them something actively to participate in, in that one moment? Yes, it takes more time then, but wouldn't you prefer that your client gets better results rather than you just getting through the content. I know that from my heart, I don't care how much they've learned, I care what they walk out with. I care that my clients that come along to groups, that come along to one-on-one, whatever whatever environment it is, I wanna make sure that they have walked out with the executable piece done. And so we may need to slow down our programs, stretch out our programs. Let me give you a little bit of a practical tip. It's a it's a teaching style called a flipped classroom. A flipped classroom. That's right. It's pretty much flipping the classroom theory on its head. This is the old school uh, the old school teaching method. Is you're in the class, the teacher dumps a whole bunch of notes put something up on the overhead projector. I know some of you probably don't even know what an overhead projector is. And no, it's not the thing, the projector that puts the image from the computer up. It was a, literally a light shone up onto the wall with, with this clear piece of paper that we would put on it. And people would, teachers would just photocopy. Yeah, I know it sounds bad, but a teacher would just photocopy a paragraph, put it up there and get you to write it down. I know you're probably thinking, well, hang on a second. Why didn't he just give me that paragraph rather than making me write it? I don't know. That was that was just the way it was always taught. It was so old school. And what so in a classroom, a typical classroom, the teacher is there, the expert in the field dumps a whole bunch of information on the student or the client and sends them away to do it themselves. Now, here's where the challenge comes in. Firstly, when they're dumping all the information on them, that's the expert. But then when they go home to try to do their homework, or do work on the uh, on the executable tasks 
The challenge is, who's at home? Well, as a student, it's mum and dad. Is mum and dad an expert on this subject? Generally not. And so when, when we send students home with homework, they're going home to do the practical stuff with an amateur. You know, I'm sure some, some of you may have had amazing parents, but the, but the parents at home aren't as, as much of an expert around that topic as the teacher is. So here's the flipped classroom. It's an amazing theory in the fact that they just simply flip that process around. They give the content to the student before they come to class. So their homework is to learn the, sub, learn the information, right? The information that is all just pretty much repeatable, that is pretty much the same thing that the teacher just regurgitates every class. So why not record that? Saves the teacher a lot of effort because it's pre-recorded then. It's the same thing. He knows that every student's getting the same amount of information. And the students can watch that video or listen to the audio in their own time and follow along with notes that are prepared. And they do that in their own time. Then when they come to class, where the expert is the teacher, there they apply the technology. There they apply that information that they've just, just learned but they've got the expert there in the room to help them. And the awesome thing about this is you can learn in your own time, learn at your own pace, learn with your own style, and then you can come and work on the task with the expert. Wouldn't you much prefer that? Wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you prefer to learn that way? I know I would. And so why don't we offer that as, as coaches, as consultants, as educators, why don't we offer the flipped classroom? It's easy. When we're in a, if it's just a one-on-one -on -one session, rather than sending your client away with a whole bunch of homework to do, why don't you spend your session with your client in the application, in the execution of the information, and then at the end of the class session, sorry, I'm still in teacher mode, at the end of that session, send them away to research stuff, videos that you've recorded, um, information, like you may just want to record a voice message for them and this is the information, it allows you to be able to teach them without interruptions, without any challenges. Make sure you've got that clear information. And then once you've recorded it once, you're building yourself a resource center. Then, like for me, I have, I have my resources online. Go and check out. On, it's in the, in, the, in the information here. Go and check out my free resources on my website. And that's all there for everyone to help. Now, I give that to my clients of say, hey, go and watch this section, go and watch this video, and then in the next session, then we're going to actually apply it. Because there's no point them paying me for something that's just repetitive. It's just a waste of my time, it's a waste of their time, it's a waste of their money. They need to pay me for execution, for application, for the implementation. And so if you're a teacher, coach, consultant, any form of an educator, Figure out how you can do a flipped classroom so that you're giving information to people to learn in their own time at their own style. And then when they come with you, the expert, that's where they learn, that's where they can implement their learnings. And they walk away satisfied because they are achieving, because they're making progress and they're able to ask the questions when they need the help. This is so important. Look, we all... We, none of us want to go back to school. No one enjoyed being in a classroom. So let's not put people in a classroom. Let's flip the classroom. Let's go with active learning instead of passive learning and show how we can create activities around our teachings 
instead of just boring lectures. I'm looking forward to seeing you implement some of these strategies so that you're giving so much more value to your clients. I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Thank you for listening. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio where we'll take another metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause. Just Cause.